0: Hey, financial advisors champion. So, in our line of work, especially in sales, the main key thing that we always do not want to fall into or be labeled or seen as is being pushy, right? And the reason for that is because it might make you uncomfortable. You know, obviously, this also means that you're probably not going to close anything, they are not going to, our prospects are going to meet us, so on and so forth, right? But the question here today is this how do we know what is pushy? Like, how do we know? what constitutes to pushiness. In this video, this is what we're going to dive in deep into kind of like defining what pushiness is and whether are we pushy or not. And the reason for that is because if we subconsciously, some of us might be pushy pushing ourselves and that might be also the reason why we might not be closing as much as we want. My name is Benjamin Ong, I'm the founder of Authentic Advisor Systems, uh, where basically we help advisors make a lot more money uh, while being happy, purposeful and authentic. Okay, so I make these videos because I seen advisors that are either struggling to make money or maybe they are rich, you know, but are unhappy. Okay, so by documenting the lessons that I've learned and uh, talk to other financial advisors in our Mastermind community, I hope it might help you make a lot more commissions and hopefully one day you want to work with us closer together. The reason why I'm making this video on this topic of pushiness is because, you know, when I was coaching one of our advisors, you know, um, you know when I was looking through and reviewing his sales session or the way he conducts his appointments and after having a conversation with him, he seems like, you know, it becomes, you see, so we think about it, right? Every time it comes to sales, we know that sales is, you know, we have to ask the right questions, help the prospecting and informed decisions and so forth, you know. But when I realized for this particular advisor that I was coaching, he knew what questions to ask, but he didn't ask it. And at first I thought, you know, uh, maybe it's just like he forgotten about, you know, he needs to ask certain questions. But when we dive in deep, realize there was a particular belief or there's a limiting belief, or at least he perceived himself that if he asks these questions, he might come off as pushy, assertive, aggressive, and you know it might make the prospect feel uncomfortable, so on and so forth, right? And this is a very common situation. I've seen advisors been in, right? Even more seasons once. And this is a big problem, right? Because if you feel like you're pushy, if you feel or you fear that the prospect feels that you're pushy, then you're not gonna help the prospect uncover their problems, realize or even understand the pain points, and you know what are the solutions they actually need and also kind of like all the information needed to help them make an informed decision. You also tend to kind of like, you know, I don't know if you felt this way before, but if you feel like you're pushy, then you end up like letting the prospect go, right? So what I mean by that is, you know, when a prospect says, let me think about it. You're kind of like, yeah, yeah, sure. Go and think about it, you know, and because you don't want to be pushy, right? You, you don't want to be certain things, right? Or it's, And then basically it's kind of like holding back your punches, right? And every time you know, we quote-unquote let go of the prospect without finding, helping this person to make an informed decision, and so on and so forth. The prospect don't get impacted. We leave the commissions and the money on the table, and nobody's lives changed. Of course, this we don't want to be pushy, right? And obviously, we do not even want to be perceived as one, right? And in fact, once you understand what is pushiness, or at least in my experience, what constitutes to pushiness, you'll be able to better understand how to ask questions or make statements or or conduct your sales appointment in a way without being or feeling like a pushy. The first thing when it comes to um, really pushiness, right, is that when I ask a lot of advisors, how do you define pushy, you know, uh, it's very hard for them to say, right? They have all kinds of answers. But the question here is like, is pushiness about like making a statement? Is it about asking questions? Is it about a specific word that you use? You know, it's kind of like yes and no at the same time. It's kind of like hard to put. Uh, a word on it, right? Or how to describe, like really, you know, what pushing is all about. And while I agree that all these factors might play a part, you know, like if let's say the prospect already say, you know, I'm not interested, no thank you. You know, I've hear everything, I do not want to go hit. Thank you very much. And then you still insist and hey, you know why, you know the buy or whatever it is. Maybe it's not these questions or the way you say it, you know, could be perceived as pushing, right? But in my own personal experience and after coaching so my advisors, the biggest factor when it comes to whether you're pushy or not, or at least perceived to be pushy or not, all boils down to this one word called intentions. So what do I mean? Right? There's two groups of advisors, right? The first group of advisors are usually, let's say, you know, if they are, their mindset of when they go for a sales appointment, their intention is I want to close this person, I want to make money, I want to see how big can I close. Now, while all these questions and all these thoughts are not wrong, the in, So far, when you have all these thoughts and all these intentions, when you go for the sales appointment, what's going to happen is that your prospect is going to fill in, right? Which means to say that all the things you say, all the questions you ask, you're doing it not for the prospect. You're not doing it to help the prospect make an informed decision. You're doing it because you're for yourself, right? You want to collect the money. You want to close the deal. Again, it's not wrong to want to close the deal. But when you have all these thoughts and intentions during the appointment, It translates into those words that you say. It translates into questions. It makes you feel like you need to close it, right? There's some form of pressure per se because you're so attached to the outcome. So that's the first group of advisors, right? Whose mindset is just about closing, so and so forth. Again, not wrong, but you you tend to fall into pushiness group, right? Especially when the prospect kind of push back and say that you know what, Uh, I need to think about it, so and so forth. And then guess what? The next question would be, oh, what do you need to think about? Right? That's the usual, what do you need to think about? Yeah, maybe you can do this first. Maybe you can blah, 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 so and so forth, right? So when it comes to that kind of like situation, then it becomes like, okay, like from a prospect standpoint, it becomes like, I, I know you're asking this question or saying all these things because you, you're you trying to close the deal. Like you're trying to close me, right? So the moment they can sense it, like it's gone, right? And then kind of like usually the conversation goes downhill. Okay, now the other group of advisors have a different mindset, right, that I've seen so far, which is, and, and this is something that we talk about, which is the, the, the agenda or the objective of any sales appointment. And, you, and at this point in time, you might want to write it down yeah. because this has been very, very helpful for a lot of our own advisors that we have uh, teach, teach them with, which is the objective of any sales appointment is to help the prospect make an informed decision. And that informed decision could be to buy or not buy from you. I repeat the objective of any sales appointment is to help the prospect make an informed decision and that informed decision could be to buy or not to buy from you and what i mean by that is that this prospect could maybe after you go through everything you have this person make an informed decision and the informed decision is based on all these things i will not buy based on all these things i rather buy from this company based on all these things i rather buy from this agent or this NI advisors, so on and so forth. Now, while it sucks, obviously, because you didn't get the deal, but that's the whole point of sales because you can never force someone to buy. And that makes sense. You can never force someone to buy, no matter how great your persuasion skills is so on and so forth, you can never force someone to buy if they do not want to. When you change the objective of I want to close because I don't get the commissions and hit my production and my sales target and have family to feed, you change it from that to helping the prospect make an informed decision. Then going to happen is you can be asking the same questions making the same statements in your script, whatever it is, presenting the same product. But because your intention is you want to help the prospect make an informed decision, all the things that you're going to ask will be perceived different. They will feel different. They will feel like you're trying to, that you, they can feel that you care. And this is the reason why pushiness right, is not so much about just the questions or the statements that you make, but rather it's about the vibes, right? It's about the, the intentions, the the energy that you're transferring. What happens is that, you know, sometimes you affect fine. You ask about some problems, you know, so on and so forth. A lot of people will sense that if you're see if you trying to close them, they'll sense that you're asking these questions because you're trying to close them at the end. But when you just genuinely want to help them make an informed decision and in order for them to make an informed decision, you need all this information, you need plan for them, so on and so forth, the prospect can feel it. I repeat, the prospect can feel it. And on your end, when you make it all about the prospect, all about helping them make an informed decision, you'll feel a lot more empowered, 100% you feel a lot, a lot more empowered and, and have the courage and the conviction to ask questions, right? To ask questions that might slight, slightly be thought provoking, right? That allows them to think, allows them to realize that, hey, maybe this is not the right idea. Maybe this is, I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe this is too much of an investment right now or too little. When you do that, you have all this conviction and you and you have the heart that is ready for them, right? And a lot of things I talk about just now is about like transference. Of, it's about like energy and, and vibes, right? So if you think about sales, sales, there's so many different aspects of sales, right? Uh, one of the aspects that I always talk about when it comes to sales is that sales is a transference of energy, right? It's a transference of belief as well, right? So think about it. You are the advisor, you meet a, you meet a prospect, right? And maybe you 100% believe in insurance and investment. This prospect don't believe in insurance, don't believe in investment. What are we trying to do? We're trying to convey and transfer our beliefs, how we see things, what we believe and how we feel transferred to that prospect, because we know that the moment the prospect sees, believes and hear the same things that we see a certain area of financial planning or investments. If let's say we believe in insurance and we can get them to understand and see in the same view as us that they believe in insurance, you and I both know that they're gonna they're going to buy insurance, right? As, as, as much as possible, right? So it's kind of like a transference of belief, a transference of energy. Likewise, if you are desperate, you're, you're, you're doing sales because you're trying to sales, chase after a sales target. Again, not wrong, right? But if you can have all these kind of like negativity, desperation kind of state, your prospect can feel it. And what's going to happen? It's you're not really going to close a lot of deals and high chance that you're going to tend to cross the invisible line and tend to be a lot more pushy. And the thing about intentions is that, one more thing to think about it is that you, the whole point is that you cannot fake your intentions, right? You cannot just like ask questions and then say that your intentions are for them, you know, when actually a real agenda is really for yourself, right? That's a way when you really kind of get exposed. Especially if you feel that you're pushy, like, high chance, very high chance, in my experience so far, that the mind or the state, right, is not set correctly. You know, you're attached to go or sell this person. And closing the case for your own benefit, and that's why when you ask questions, you will tend to feel uncomfortable, right? Because you know you're gonna you're asking it because it's going to be for your own good rather than for the prospect's good. The limit says to know whether you are empowered to lead the sale, lead the conversation, and stuff like that, right? It's always asking yourself like, can you and are you willing to walk away from the conversation? Like, are you willing to walk away from the conversation? Is this prospect gonna like? Half-hearted, or maybe it's not right fit. whatever are you willing to walk away from the conversation now? If you are not, and it's okay if you are not, right? But if all the time you are not, and everything else, then there's a high chance that you need the sale more than them, right? And it can kind of just be like smelt in that sense. The whole point, right? If there's really just the biggest takeaway, is that if you want to close more deals, not be pushy and ask great questions to help your prospect be more empowered, be more informed about the decision that they need make. All you need to do is to change the state from I'm doing the sales appointment because I am to close so on and so forth to I'm asking these questions and doing sales to help this person make an informed decision. Okay, so this is the reason why defining the way or look, wearing a different lens through which we see the world to see sales or marketing or prospecting, right? the way we see it will affect our behaviors and our state of mind. So hopefully, really hopefully, you know, um, if you just take away from what this video over here is, or this video over here is that change your state to any appointment, to any time you go for a sales appointment, whether it's opening, closing, or whatever it is. Just remember that all the things you're going to do, your script, your presentation, your questions, your statements you're going to ask, you know, your objection handling, whatever it is, is to really help the prospect make an informed decision, and the informed decision could be to buy from you or to not buy from you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was useful to you. And here's two other ways that can help you grow your advisory business for free. Number one, go to Instagram and search Ben to the right. And number two, go to YouTube and search Ben to the right. And remember to leave a five-star review on this podcast so that we can gain more access to more people and redirect those lessons back over here to you.